now she with me. Jiggy, gang lit, so we jiggy. Jiggy, yeah. Do say, hold that in my cup. With your bitch, says she wanna fuck. She with the girls, trying to see what's up. Hit the squad, got to hit the squad up. To that, shut it gone, to that. Ladies and gentlemen, yo, you are now listening to the modern crowd. That's why your girl wanna get with me. I'm Jiggy. Jiggy. Best believe a nigga, Jiggy. Jiggy. Stole your bitch, now she with me. Jiggy. Gang lit, so we Jiggy. Jiggy. Yeah. Yeah, Queen. I know you wanna get with me. You know I got the recipe. <laughs> Alright, what's up y'all, Kill Cross, Modern Crowd, got an artist interview today we here with Oh, it's my part, yeah. okay, I, ain't, I ain't know, I, I know y'all was going to introduce me Nah, what's going on y'all, it's your boy Millie, Millie CTG, cooling in with the Modern Crowd, what's happening, how y'all what's doing? <laughs> Kelvin in the corner today. Yeah. We here at uh, Blaze Pizza in Decatur. The house of LeBron James. Built. Basketball player ever. Hey, yo, that, he put too much pesto on that pizza. <laughs> like, I bet you was, was, I told you, I bet you was the hood dude that did it. He was like, hey, man, you want that pesto, bro? I'm going to sauce that beat up for you, cool. That's, that's exactly how it went. I for some ranch. And I asked him to put a little bit of hot sauce at the top. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he's like, I got you, bro. <laughs> Jesus Yo. Christ. You already know what's going on. Mix that whole head. <laughs> I don't get it. Swear. I feel like it's an epidemic, black people hot sauce. Like, yeah. people put hot sauce on everything. I put a little bit in the ranch. And I used to look at people crazy when they put ranch on pizza. Like, I used to look at because they'll put it on it. I, like, dip it a little bit. But they'll glaze ranch on a pizza. Like, that's ridiculous. So you fancy. Nah. You, you them nah, nah, nah. A little dip. No, because come on, dog. <laughs> like I don't that's know. like people who glaze their sandwiches in mayonnaise. Like that's oh. nasty. I think that shit is good though. I don't know. <laughs> at, at first I was I looked at him, I was like, the fuck is this? I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna try it. I tried it, I was like, Alright, I can do this. I can do it. It's fine. <laughs> I love I love putting ranch all over my pizza. Oh my god. <laughs> like you do what you do, dog. I ain't judging you. I just said for me. Word. But yeah, uh, my man Millie. All right, so you know how it is, right? He's a rapper, right? So of course. We, gotta, we gotta talk about it. Like, so who we killing? What you trapping? <laughs> oh, we <laughs> smashing. What's going on, bro? Uh, we gotta talk about it. What your hood is? You know where the strap at? We need uh, to know, man. So uh, first of all, uh, God is good, He's good all the time. Jesus is my homeboy and my partner. Them, you feel me? Uh, the strap is in the lyrics, because I be spitting high fire, no die line, you know what I'm saying? Um, I represent the north of Atlanta, man. I'm on north side, north side of Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, my music at the end of the day, man, is complete opposite of how you described it. <laughs> That's a no, complete opposite. Um, I, you know, I, my music is really just like feel-good music with a purpose at the end of the day, you feel me? Like, I... You know, I know this is like the most cliche shit to say, but it's kind of like, 
You know, I be talking about real shit, like everything that happened every day. You feel me? No, I really <laughs> talk about like my everyday's go about. You know, how, however I'm feeling, if it's memories or I used to also make my. Uh, do my music based off like conversations I have with my homies and my peoples and you know just based off true stories of that type of nature I got you it's usually a lot of the best content come out when you just do it authentically yeah yeah absolutely don't try to force anything just make it come natural at the end of the day so respect respect so um you know it's a typical question but I gotta ask it like how'd you get into music so um how I got into music was actually pretty interesting. So I always did music while I was a little kid. Like my uh, my mother used to always listen to Caribbean music growing up. Wise, we didn't really listen to a lot of hip hop. My dad didn't let me listen to like a lot of hip hop or rap music or anything like that. It was my cousins that really put me into it. Um, the first song that I listened to that made me fall in love with hip hop was a war tour by a Tribe Called Quest, and um, you know that was like my first inter- introduction into it. But, like, when I started creating music, I started doing it with my cousin. Um, my cousin was really, really into it. Like, my man used to spit for days and just come up with, like, random-ass lyrics. And then, you know, it just got me inspired to do it. So he was like, yo, we should do it together. Like, let's do this music thing. And at that time, I wasn't even really doing music. I was, but I could sing a little bit. So I was like, all right, well, you write the, you write the raps, I'll sing. Um... So we used to do, like, the talent shows and everything like that in high school. And uh, one thing led to another, like, once we graduated high school, like, he went one direction, I went another direction. And at the end of the day, it's like, he stopped doing music. And, like, I don't know what happened, why he stopped doing music at the end of the day. I think at the end of the day, he was just really just hanging around the wrong people. So... But I wasn't not stopping music. I started looking into other realms of music. And that was like production, uh, like producing beats or just like mixing down stuff and doing videos and everything like that. But everything that I tried to do always led me back to music. So I was like, well, you know what? Let me try something different. Let me try to start rapping or infusing the rapping with the singing. So I started writing a lot more, practicing cadence, researching a lot of different rappers, and just trying to create something that is really uh truthful to myself yeah that's big 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 facts i feel it i feel it appreciate it appreciate it um what's the ctg step for change the game okay okay you know what this i'm feeling it more and more the more you say this all good answers all good answers yeah change the game um god sent me here to change the game so that's how i look at it i just feel like you know change the game is such a just such a very bold statement because I feel like everybody that is a creative has to change the game of whatever they put their mind into. You know, you could be the best competent in the world and you want to figure out a way that's going to make you different compared to everybody else. You guys, you guys are a podcast. Y'all try to figure out how to, what's going to make you different than everybody else at the end of the day because of what your influence, what your beliefs are. So I feel that 100% with my music and just me in general. So, <coughs> Ooh, shoot. see, that's the bullshit I was flying around. Look at that. Now, at the end of the day, the biggest thing I look at it from that standpoint is just that when you change the game, whatever you put your mind and your heart to, you have to figure out a way to make it separated from everybody else to keep everybody excited, tuned in, subscribed, locked in, however you want to look at it. Right. So, okay, so. This is something I've been talking about with 
a lot of people around me. Mm -hmm. I don't think I talked to you about it. Me and Kelvin did talk about it, but like <clears throat> in the realm of people who are creating when it comes to creative and people who make things, mm. like there's always that with writers, it's writer's block. With producers, it's Ooh. like, oh man, like I've been working on this same beat for like a day. Like, I don't know if you know, like, I'm an artist myself. Where? Like, we, I, just, I didn't want to correct you in saying it, but we're more than a podcast. We're like a combination, we're a collective of a lot of different people doing a lot of different things. So like, my, my part in it is like, I bring a certain perspective. And so I kind of understand, this is why I do a lot of the interviews. Like I kind of understand where artists come from. But my thing to ask is this, like when it comes to creating things, like how do you keep yourself going? Because a lot of the time, that consistency, we say consistency is key. A lot of the time, that is like the main thing we fighting for that discipline that staying staying on top of what you're trying to do and keeping it so that you keep putting stuff out keep doing what you got to do right right how right. do you keep up with that so i study everything i study the new music i study the old music um you know a lot of people have different ways to keep them inspired as crazy as this shit sounds um and everybody laughs at me when i tell them this but what keeps me inspired is professional wrestling so it's something completely different you know what i mean like a lot of people look at different stuff but i look at the storytelling aspect of it and you know people like the rock or stone cold or you know you look at your roman reigns or your bullet clubs or your aews or your wwe's nxt's whatever my boy rick flair <laughs> Woo! You, know, you know what i'm saying like yeah you're rick flair your hulk hogan's you know what i mean like the stel the storytelling process like i always i watch wrestling almost every single day and that keeps me afloat it keeps me sane in regards to trying to create new music now you know sometimes i might leave like a wrestling preference there here and there but at the end of the day it's just something that's outside of what i normally know for that keeps me going um another thing is my family man um my dad and my mother uh and my sisters they're like they're my biggest supporters in my music um Last year, my dad passed, and the one thing he always told me was, is that uh, never give up on your dreams. He's like, it doesn't matter how long it takes, just don't give up. He's like, you have to promise me that you won't give up, even if I'm gone. And I took that, I took that to the head. So that's just another thing that just keeps me going. That's respect, and I'm sorry for your love. Oh, appreciate it, man. It's all good. <clears throat> what would you say to a person who is dealing with that? that problem of staying consistent or having an issue with putting things out or even finding what motivates them disconnect from everything you know social media is set up to a point now where it's kind of like it makes you feel jealous because you're seeing people that you either you're friends with or people that you just watch from a distance progress and you try to wonder to yourself like why am i not progressing it only means that when your treasure when your big break comes in that is going to be bigger than everything else you just haven't found it yet. So disconnect, um, recollect your thoughts, you know, and try to find different things that keep you inspired that don't have anything to do with your passion and just see how other people are able to handle it. And then once you see how their passion is, that can inspire you to go back to do what you need to do. Mm. Yo, I'm really like, nah, we're really right here. Like, <laughs> I, definitely, um, I definitely feel you as far as being like outside of what you're used to because especially me like i tend to 
immediately like as a flaw i think about the past a lot and i think mm. about like when i was in high school and how i was like when i think about the creative output that i had like i was doing all types of, i was doing little art stuff music right, i'm yeah. making beats like every day I right was doing, right right and still doing homework and having time to like listen and watch and write all this different stuff i was doing poetry that's kind of how i got into it word and like i really was like y'all could bring this all together and then like Right when I said I'm gonna do that, it was like, ah, oh, like <laughs> you start going, you start having a job, you start having to pay bills, you start having this, and like, ah, oh, yeah. Like, I, I mean, the biggest thing is, is that if you're gonna put eight, you can put eight hours a day to pay your bills, right? You can put that same energy into what you love. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to put the whole eight hours in. You put the whole eight hours in, you know, your eyes gonna be red, and you know, you know, you might get, you might lose your job at the end of the day. <laughs> but if you put a good amount into it, where you feel satisfied, then it makes it even better. Because sometimes when I get off work, I'll go, I'll go into the studio, create, whether it's producing, DJing, um, making a beat, writing a song, listening to um, different artists' music just to see how their mindset is like you always have to be a student of the game in order to elevate and to be able to compete with what's out there as of right now like you know everybody's like well are you gonna be the next little baby no i'm gonna be millie <laughs> right period right no disrespect to little baby i fuck with little baby you know what i'm saying but at the end of the day it's like i want y'all to know me for me so if i'm out here being jiggy that's how i feel that's just that's just my my state of mind. I feel good. I feel confident. You know what I'm saying? That's just how you gotta look at it. If you don't come out there with that type of confidence, you don't come out there with that type of energy, then nobody's really gonna notice you. For real, for real, yo. I feel like I feel like what we're seeing here has been said, but like the way you putting it, like the exact way you putting it, I feel like it'll get <laughs> to more people. Because I mean, I was just inspired. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm about to go build a house. <laughs> I mean, it's late at night to be saving some puppies, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. I mean, you might catch some. It'd be cats out here. You probably catch some cats. Man, chill, man. <laughs> man, chill. Y'all got chill, bro. I mean, the temperature getting that, you know, going down, so you know we're getting there. Jesus, we not even get started on that, man. So, last week I had to do this event, and they had it in a cold ass room. I was hurt, like. It was cold and cold. Like, it was so cold. Outside was warm. Yeah, quick question. I know, uh, you know, just a real quick question. Yeah. Since you sprung that up, what is one thing out of the showcases that you go to? Because we go to a lot of them. Mm-hmm. What's one thing you would change or would you like to see in a change in one of those showcases? That's, that's a really interesting question. Yeah, because we've been to a couple already. I've never got an artist already. perspective about that. I wish all the artists have show mixes. Hmm, that's good. Like, straight up. If you go to the recording session, whether you record it at your crib or you record it in the recording studio, it doesn't take that much to just take the vocals out of the song. Because <laughs> you can have a lot of niggas that's performing, you hear the voice and then you hear their voice on top of it. Like you're not, It's not going to judge the same way. Like People want to hear you. If they want to hear the song, they can go listen to the song anytime they want. Right. You live right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, a couple other things as well is just... You know, just have more, like, like take your shit seriously. Like, figure out a way to really connect with the people. Like, niggas can come out here and perform at the end of the day, but the biggest thing is is that you have to learn how to gravitate them towards you, to get give off that energy at the end of the day. A lot of artists do not have stage presence. Ooh, yo, you know what I just thought about? Alfia, we still need to get her. 
She, we need to get her because the first dope. the first time I saw her, bro. Oh my god, she's and dope. Not even, and not dope. even on some like oh damn she, she bad, but like some yo stardom about her, like gravitas. Like, she, she gravitized the crowd towards her for sure. And that's the biggest thing, yo. Like, as an artist, you have to figure out how you're going to separate yourself. Like, a lot of niggas would come in and be like, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? Hey, play my shit, DJ. You know, fuck shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Parlay, pass the blunt, my nigga. Shit, we about to get, we about to get turned and he beat, nigga. Like, you hear that shit all the time. All the time. All the fucking time. And it's like, yeah, you can make music, but, like, what's going to separate you from everybody else? Like, what's going to make me come to you and be like, yo, is your music on Spotify? Let me follow you. Let me listen to your music and shit like that. Like, that goes a long way. And I'm a part of a, uh, of a wonderful team. It's called We Entertain. And uh, they, um, I was blessed to be around people that are creative directors. So, like, my bro, I mean, I don't want to, ah, fuck it, I'll do it. I don't give a damn. <laughs> so, my team has worked with everybody from Jason Derulo, Chris Brown, Usher, TLC, Sierra, um, Lloyd, wow. you know what I'm saying? Like, and the, the creative directors and the choreographers, like, those are, like, my brothers. Those are, like, our best friends. Mm -hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? So, when it comes to, like, stage presence and how to carry yourself and how to touch crowd, like, I've seen them train the best of the best. So, it's kind of like, if I'm coming from this camp, I can't be out here looking like no bitch. Yeah, facts. <laughs> I like how you put that. Like for real. I can't I can't be gonna clown me when I go back in there. Nah, for, no, for real. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's just being real at the end of the day. Like if my niggas if my niggas come out here to see me perform and I'm sitting here like, yeah, 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 real nigga shit, nigga I'm about to get I'm about to get roasted. Like like I feel like way too many people are comfortable being filler or just comfortable with being seen. Like they just wanna make like Making things is great, but like there's a point where you make enough that you realize more has to go into it, and it kind of you naturally start to put more of yourself into it when you actually care about the quality of what you're putting out. That's real, that's absolutely real, and you know, that's just going to separate you from everybody else if you don't put yourself. Shoot, you can have a yellow beard at least, okay? That's the nigga with the yellow beard, like I fuck with that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, separate yourself differently than everybody else. What's gonna make you like? have everybody pay attention at the end of the day and i yeah. and i believe that shit hold heartily like uh i my i remember when i remember when uh tanasha used to work at our the recording studio that we uh was doing when that that was at um and then artist development and i remember when she first came out with the song two on and my bro xavier was a part of it and like just seeing how her development is then and how she is now like it makes so much fucking sense you know what I'm saying? Like, she, you know, they created a, a monster. I mean, you know what I'm saying? She, I mean, she's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. But I like, you know what I'm saying? But when she's performing and she can tell like her stage presence, like she demands your attention. Like my peoples was able to do that out of some of the dopest artists out now. So you got to have that type of energy and have to have that type of vibe in order for people to attract to you at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean... <clears throat> This whole content push is killing a lot. Like, yeah. The whole, I really honestly feel like the lack of quality is, it's starting to be, it's, what's the word you use? Epidemic? Like, it's starting to be like an epidemic of people just, and that's from, like, independence up to the top. Like, if you look at, if you look at, like, the Avengers stuff, like, in the cinematic universe, everybody's right. trying to come up with a cinematic universe. Yeah. Like, everybody's trying to do, everybody's trying to do that. Like, where's the, where's the creativity? 
and then and no one's really paying for it for the people who have it but don't have the time to develop i don't know like what would you consider to be a solution to some of this because i feel like just with just with how certain educational programs are getting rid of their arts and how mm. a lot of artists aren't really getting paid and the people that's getting paid are the people who are putting out a lot of this content that's don't got quality to it here's what they i realize some of the most talented people will never ever get the shine that they deserve because they don't put the effort into it and the people that don't put as much effort as the talented artists but they know how to make a trade so they're going to stay consistent with it the more consistent they are with it the more it's going to get noticed so my answer for you is you just have to be you have to figure out how to keep gravitating towards your audience at the end of the day and if it's if you have to post something every day figure out a niche that's going to give people's attention and then once you find that niche and start seeing that the following's building from there you continue going with it until it gets to a point where it's kind of like okay i don't have to do this as much let me do it to a point where okay i got a following that i can lead instead of doing it every day i can do it maybe once a week and i can build up to momentum from there so content is king don't get me wrong but people are willing to wait for good content bro i'm telling you i'm telling you exactly <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly what it is um my 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 bros man they they doing good in regards to their music and everything for that standpoint and i know y'all had him before uh Dane Casted? I was about oh, to bring yeah, up Dane, boy. bro. Shout out Dane. That's my boy. Yeah, homie. that's my little bro right there. Oh, oh yeah. Hold on. Yeah, we don't got James. Yo, the last, oh, we interviewed somebody else that knew Dane Casted. Boy, we be finding everybody, though. Yo, Dane. Dane is the little bro, man. Uh, straight up. So, talented. they're very talented. Very talented and very gifted individual, man. A very smart guy. Boy. Very, very smart guy. Um, Dane is a content king when it comes to his music and his message with him and his wife shari like when it comes to the world peace connection like everything like when it comes to content he he's got that shit down to he got this shit down to the t where now it's his like now his brand is just growing more and more i'm just happy to see him doing that shit because i remember when he was i remember when he first was really thinking about doing music like he would he would come to our recording studio and let us listen to some music and see what we think and everything like that. And it's just crazy seeing how he's just growing us right now. And I'm just I'm just happy for my bro, man. So but he's a good example in regards to like creating a brand and creating a universe type that gravitates people to it because of the message that he's bringing. Right. So right. Yeah, father is definitely Grammy should be Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh please. Every day, dog. He plug it. <laughs> it's the truth. That, 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 that album is dope. It's bro. amazing, man. Like, I no, mean, when is. I first heard it, I was like, "Sheesh!" Ain't even cussing out one time in it. That, that's that's amazing too. I'm I sorry. mean, that's him. He's yeah, not lying. I mean, lying, that's, him. I mean no, that's his soul. Me, it's like I grew up in you know I grew up listening to Fifty, the game and all that. Right, so, right. And I'm used to always hearing that. And then like Kane Castle's that that album, something totally different. You know what I'm saying? And I listened to it. I was like. Yo, this is dope. Like, like this is like, this is something really new for me. And I'm like, yo, I can really bump this every day. Oh, you're not used to like a clean cut rapper exactly, being clean and it being good at the same time. Exactly. 
Oh yeah, I feel exactly. you. I feel you. Because a lot of a lot of these so-called Christian bands really be putting out some hot trash. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Of course, absolutely. <laughs> and be like, you gonna to do that to God? You gonna put that on God's name and then put it out? Nah, clean that up. Toss it. Nah, man. Nah, absolutely. But yeah, just I mean, at the end of the day, they create different brand, their brand to the point where it's kind of like now. Thank you, Father. Is almost about like a year and a half, two years old almost. So now people are waiting to hear more content at the end of the day. So he's created to the point where he can make it. He can drop his music at any time, and people are gonna automatically gravitate to it. And he dropping the videos and everything. Yeah. I see how he doing, and I'm watching. I'm yeah, in the comments. I'm <laughs> <laughs> posting. Word, it ain't word. no fake love. Yeah, absolutely. They know what it is. And I, I mean, that's what, that that's one of the biggest things I did this year. So this year I dropped, uh, I dropped three videos this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so the one that got the most attention right now is Jiggy. So that, I that yeah. yeah. Yeah, thank you, thank you. So um, my goal was to, tr- to drop like as much visuals as I can that could really give the best representation of me. So the last two videos I did was uh, off my last album called The Sound. And uh, Jiggy was just a, a track that I just dropped in the summer. I just wanted to drop it. Yeah, so <laughs> it's not on the album anything. It's just, just there. So, so um, I remember some of my people were telling me, it was like, man, I don't know if you should drop Jiggy yet. And I remember I was in such like a very, very tough, vulnerable position because it's like everybody's like, man, I don't know if you should drop Jiggy. Like, like you feel like it's the right thing to drop. It's summertime. Like, it's chill. And I was like, but Jiggy is what I, how I feel right now. It's the best representation of me at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a, like, when you listen to Jiggy, it's a vibe. Like, if you had a, if you had a hookah spot, you had a kickback, that's the energy that I got from it. So, like, when I created it, I was like, man, fuck it, I'm dropping this shit. I don't give a fuck what nobody said. <laughs> I'm dropping this shit. Y'all, y'all can fall back. And once I dropped it, everybody was like, yo, this shit is crazy. And then when I, I brought back with the video, because the video was really, well, I kid you not, like a super last minute, we had a kickback at, a, at the crib. It was Memorial Day weekend. My, um, shout out my dog, Lou Ray, um, the director of the video, um, Luatic Media. He brought his camera and everything. And I was like, bro, let's just do a music video. He was like, word? Bet, let's do it. <laughs> so we just got a big old speaker. Literally brought my mama's couch from the crib. Moved that shit all the way over there. Just put it in the middle. People was already there. We made sure everybody ate first. I was like, hey, why y'all eating? We're going to be shooting a music video at the same time. So don't act stupid. <laughs> so he was eat. Do what y'all got to do. Do what y'all got to do. Just don't be on no dumb shit. So we just shot like two performance shots. Like one outside the crib, one at the couch. Back when my roommate was cooking, we cooked in the back, and then I told him just to get all B-roll footage and just put all that shit, shit together. <coughs> People yeah. need to take more of that type of approach. Yeah. And also, I feel like I feel like it might be counterculture at this point to start making more chill tracks because everybody's trying to be hype. Hmm. Everybody trying to make club or rave like records or like singles like more people should be trying to drop like jazzy feel kind of like you know shit. And honestly, wintertime, y'all artists get this sauce. Listen to the podcast. Y'all all need to stop dropping <laughs> this chill vibe, chill wave music that everybody gonna cry and be inside. If they alone, they gonna listen to it. If they got their girl, they gonna listen to it. All of that, drop it. Uh-oh. Hey, you playing? Like, <laughs> I got, you know, I'm the Gumbar King, dog. Gumbar. 
can you can you give me some uh <laughs> I like I like to know about this gun bar thing hey, you talking about. You gotta listen to my record, man. It's coming out soon. Word, word. But yeah, I think I feel like there's a lay for that type of vibe and that type of music. You know what I'm saying? Like, um one artist I do like that really creates that dope ass type of vibe music is Don Kennedy. Like definitely. That was the king of that. I feel like yeah, I feel like he's the king of that just that 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 chill type music. Like him my, and currency. Oh yeah, absolutely him currency. And currency. But see with currency, you really gotta smoke a fucking blunt to that shit. <laughs> and just be but it has to be like the good best shit in the world at the end of the day, cause that that nigga take you a whole nother ball game, bro. Straight up. For Dom Kennedy, man, he got me from college. Mm. What, the yellow album, dog? Oh, oh, bro, that is my favorite yeah. album. Yep. What? What? That song. that song has so many messages in it, dog. Man. I'm trying, uh, what's one? I'm trying to remember. What's uh, Hennessy Beach? That's my favorite song. My type of party is my favorite. Oh, that song, dope, too. That song, dope, man. Yeah. I had a lot of parties. Uh, that's <laughs> my favorite. Oh, God. <laughs> no, yeah, right. so, that was the first. We Mm. Your personal Mount mm. Rushmore. Your personal. I got you. Yeah. Mm. He's definitely up there. Oh, I mean, he was just always, he's always consistent, though. Always consistent, puts out a message, and he can switch it up and make right here. And then what's the beautiful part of it is that he stays in his lane. He doesn't try to, he doesn't try to, like, dib and dab and everything. Like, that's the one that. Like B.O.B. <laughs> I was the first one who came to mind. No yeah. shots. I mean, no, he, shot. no, no shots. But then <laughs> B.O.B. be jumping, jumping on everything. He's been about four different people. <laughs> He has had so many different genres, bro. But no, kudos to him because that shit working for him. It can't yeah. work for everybody. That's a fact. It cannot work for everybody, for real, for real. And then it was like, yo, R.P. Net. Because when I heard that, I was real hurt. I think everybody was hurt at the end of the day, man. Uh, Nip, the the status symbol series that he did with Buddy is like one of my yeah, favorites. Yeah, yeah. My favorite series of songs that Nip has done. Um, and the last one he did, that's like. God, man, that shit, that shit still pisses me off to the day, bro. Cause that song was just so dope, just dope. I still bump mailbox money. Oh yeah, definitely. So who who influenced you with music? Like, if you pick five people to influence you, who are your five parts? Q-Tip. Facts. Uh, I gotta say Q-Tip out of the Batman abstract. That guy changed my life when it came to music. Period. Um, Mace. 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 That's the first. I've never heard that. Mace. Okay. For sure, Mace. Uh, Mace was one of the f- the first hip hop albums that I bought. Was Mace's Harlem World and Busta Rhymes when Disaster Strikes. Yo. Okay. Yo. <laughs> Alrighty then. Like. Yeah. Okay, we know. We talking that. We talking. <laughs> we talking. We talking. Oh. Um, let me see. So I said Q-Tip, Mace. Uh, shit. Uh, let me think. I'm gonna say Nelly. Nelly. The reason why I say Nelly because Nelly was really the first actual rapper to really start that melodic shit more than anybody else. Like, yeah. at that time. Okay. At that time, mainstream. like mainstream. Yeah. There was nobody really melodic that was mainstream. You got Bone Thugs and everything else. Don't get me wrong, but. You don't think DMX is melodic? <laughs> B DMX is it's hunger, it's anger. I'm about to say DMX is an angry person. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> let me see. So I said Mace. I said Q Tip. I said 
Nelly, uh, three stacks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was like, going, it was bound to come up. Yeah, it three stacks definitely, up. man. <laughs> yeah, man, that's a, that's a whole other ball game. He's like a, how can I explain it? The way that, the way how he is in the game. He's more of a, I feel like three stacks is like a Dave Bowie of hip hop. Okay, yeah. Wow. It is. It is. Minus all of the... Crazy know, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> you're talking about that. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh... Let me see. Last one. Whew. I mean, of course, Michael Jackson. I got to put that in there as well, too, man. You know. That's that's forever. Yeah, that's forever. I was like, forever indebted, period. You know what I'm saying? And then with honorable mention, James Brown. A-U-G, baby. Truly on him. Like, yeah. That's that's, that's that's the granddaddy of hip-hop. Like. Right. Great you even know it yet. Big Payback, one of my favorite songs, boy. Word. What? Doing like 10,000 other people. <laughs> you know how many times that song did say? Oh, my gosh. Hey, man, a lot of them. Matter of fact, all of them with a uh, you know, funky drummer. You know, you know, Augusta, you know, downtown Augusta got that uh, statue out there, man, of I got I've a, never been. I'm they got a statue. Yeah. Oh, okay. Word. Yeah, so they have a statue of him. It's amazing, man. Okay. Like, yeah, that's a hometown hero, dog. I ain't gonna go see it, but I'll ask you. But yeah, I think I'm gonna drop some new music before the end of the month for show for show. So, um, I just got. What I'm telling you, like, I have a catalog of so many different songs. But one thing I've been working on is I got a project I'm gonna drop. Uh, probably around like second quarter. It's called Young Haitian. So. um are you Haitian? Yes, I am. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, she's Haitian too. Oh, that's dope. So, um, <laughs> and I want, and I have most of the songs done, but my biggest thing is that you can't call a project Young Haitian if you don't have like music that is catering to your culture. So, you know, I want to come out with like some, with some copa music infused with hip hop or, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, a lot of Caribbean or island music that caters to my culture before I drop all the extra cautious, sophisticated music at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm probably going to drop that, like, definitely second quarter. Um, but I definitely will try to drop something if on my birthday, if not before the end of, end of the year. Because, you know, 2020 right around the corner, man, it's Shit came faster than the motherfucker. about to be a beast. I remember when it, when it was January. But do you, do you realize how lit this shit is going to be? Like, it's going to be 4 2020. <laughs> oh, God. Like, niggas. Oh, <laughs> Like, y'all have like, like, think about that. Like, yo, what's 420? I mean, it's the whole fucking month. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, I'm crazy. No, no, please. We're gonna do a California episode. I'll be like, y'all gonna see me with sunglasses. Oh, Colorado episode. All my Ray Bans on. Oh, what month is that? What's the fourth month? I can't even. April? Hey, yo, first of all, I'm gonna tell y'all this. First of all, Jesus Christ. How you gonna ask the four? Wait, nah, wait, 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 wait. We just gotta, we just gotta stop. We gotta stop. There's Augusta's finest in the building, y'all. Just letting y'all know. Hey, you know, I'm from the hood. We couldn't afford calendars, all right? You know, what? 
Calendar? A calendar's a dollar, bro. A calendar's a dollar, bro. <laughs> you can get a calendar at a Dollar Tree for a dollar, bro. That's you can't. Terrible. You was really choosing, like, Boy. do I eat or do I know what time it is? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I hope. I hope. Hey, yo, times is rough. Bro. I pray for. I pray for your children. Like <laughs> <laughs> It's really about to be that. I pray for yo. your kids, 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 yeah. the kids, kids. I'm gonna tell y'all, the streets is real, dog. The streets is real. The streets are the roads. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, honestly, like, we need to fix these roads. Like, you know, we go, we go, wrap this one up right quick. It's not cold out here. You know, yeah, it's kind of Jody Breezy out here. Ain't gonna lie. But you know, my man Millie, you know, it was great having you, bro. Oh, you gotta get the audio of us dapping on the mic. Oh, yo, yeah, you yeah, heard that? Yeah. That was solid. That was solid. Let's try it. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right, but yeah, man. I got a jacket. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yo, I got two sound bites now. Yeah, man. Um, we got some meme, some memeable audio. You said memeable. I'm going viral. Nah, but um, it was a pleasure having you, man. Really appreciate your insight. Tell the people where to find you, man. Hey, you can find me on all uh, social media platforms. That's M-I-L-L-I-E-C-T-G. That's M-I-L-L-I-E-C-T-G. Uh, Jiggy is available on all streaming platforms. The sound's available on all streaming platforms. You, shit, you can find me anywhere, man. You got a Tumblr? I do have a Tumblr. <laughs> you do? I, yeah, I do. I just don't be on that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. Like, I remember, like, I, opened, I set up a Tumblr, like, a few years back, it was like, I guess the hipster shit to do. So I was like trying to be hip. But like, it was just a lot. And I just didn't have time for it. So I just said, fuck you. But I, I, BillyCTG.tumblr.com. But I mean, I don't know if y'all, I don't know if anything's going to be on there. <laughs> you. Get lost in the sauce. Yo, hopefully lost. not. Like Gucci. That. Look at it lost in the sauce. <laughs> you know. Oh, God. If you enjoyed this interview and want to check out some more, yo, check out themoderncrowd.com. <laughs>